0: All right, man. Praise God. Man. Praise God. <laughs> praise God, man. Praise God, man. You ready? Let's get it. All right, yo. What's up? It's your boy, D-Starks. starks Artist. And you're tuned in to the Just Stuffin' Podcast, where we talk everything faith, life, and culture. We're here for another week. We back. 36 of them things. 36. One more. Yeah. We're here. But look, know what we got to do. Welcome. Of course if you're tuning in for the first time then welcome back. If you've been listening, tuning in and rock winners for a while, we appreciate you. Yeah. Uh, we hope everybody's doing well right now. I know like we got some you know, we got some college students, so what yeah. it's end of April finals coming up. You feel me? Feeling that pressure. Yeah, so Hope everybody's doing well, finishing uh finishing well, finishing strong, going into the summer. Yeah, we also got uh Easter Easter Sunday coming up, uh, you know, Easter, this Sunday. Oh yeah, Easter Sunday too, yeah. yeah we got yeah. good good Friday. A good uh good good Friday tomorrow. Uh, so yeah, we hope y'all you know, everybody have a good weekend. you have a good Shoot with the family, man. eat, do your thing, dress up, whatever y'all do, yeah man. for sure. Y'all have a good one. Y'all know what it is. But look, let's get straight into it. We um I'm mean, really, really I always I feel like I say this every week. I'm hyped. I'm actually excited for this EP. <laughs> this is something that I process that I've kinda like been going through, particularly like the last three months. And I mean y'all see the title, but like today we're gonna be talking about religion. Yeah. And really like the spirit of religion, what it what it means, what it looks like, how to break free from it. Because I think generally I would say like we've heard a lot probably about like a, what's the phrase? Like relationship over religion. Yeah. Um and that's something I really heard coming to God for the first time actually walking it out a lot within my church and people around me and the media and stuff. Um, And it was just like, yo, what does that mean? What does it actually look like? What does that entail? You know? And I think this is important to talk about this, this topic, because I think sometimes in the church and growing up in it, we can get caught up in traditionalism. Yeah. Which traditions aren't inherently wrong, right? If you want to wear all white every Sunday, if you want to take communion, the second and fourth, you want to baptize on the uh, first Mm -hmm. and the last, do you teach his own man right but don't make your preferences doctrine and don't make your preferences matters of salvation that's good right i think we have to learn and get to the point to where we understand the difference between personal preference and biblical principle Mm -hmm. because sometimes in the church specifically we'll attempt to validate in our own minds things god never said Mm -hmm. like we'll try and like validate or affirm different customs rituals and ideals based on our truth and not his word right right so like it's cool if you want to wear pants you 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 only want to wear pants you only want to wear long dresses all the time you want to do communion this way you want to worship in this way that's cool do you if that's your preference and that's not contrary to the bible or going against god's character that's amazing but just don't send me to hell because i don't Mm. do you let me do me don't don't try to send me to hell, make me more unrighteous because you think that your tradition, your custom, your ritual is more important or more significant than how I do things. Right. Um, and that's when you start to operate in religion. Like when we try to make what we believe the standard above what God has already said, yeah. that's where really where it starts. It's like when, you know, made opinions, ideas and preferences become the idol. Yeah. They become they now play they now they're placed on the throne above God. And that's when you start stepping into religion. And I heard it like this once: like when we talk about like what is a religious spirit or like what is religion, what does that look like, or what does that mean? They said a religious spirit is one that engages in the traditions of men and makes the word of God of no effect. Hmm. And that's coming from Mark seven thirteen, which is the reference verse for that. Yeah. It says a religious spirit is one that engages in traditions of men and makes the word of God of no effect. But like, don't you gotta like you gotta pay attention there because like one that engages in traditions of men, that's not saying it's inherently wrong. Right. There's anything wrong with that. But when these traditions are influenced, like impacted or under the authority of God, then you don't have relationship, mm-hmm. you have religion. Right. Like these things can no longer take like the effect of God's power out of your life mm-hmm. and his, all, his sovereignty and that's what happens with these like traditions, right? Yeah. So like what this looks like is, what we've probably seen before, is like a works-based gospel you know what i mean so i'm going to church every sunday every sunday wednesday i'm going to luncheon on saturday i'm going to like all these mission trips just to avoid hell and god's wrath right like just to just to not get punished or like mm. you know it's like dang I gotta. you think you got to work for your blessings yeah. so then I, I go a week and i probably like you know got too got busy you know life happens and i put you know guy got on the back burner got school i got work and all that and it's like dang like you think he's not gonna bless you anymore? Mm-hmm. It's like I got I got this job opportunity coming up. I got this job interview next week. Like yeah. God ain't gonna like His hand ain't on me no more. His favor left me. You know what I mean? Like now you're like conditioned to be thinking, okay, I'm not gonna be blessed or like I'm not gonna be loved or accepted or got care from Him because I'll oh, snap, like I slipped up, yeah, or I, I didn't move in this this direction. So like now religion will have you walking on eggshells around God, mm-hmm. like thinking you have to work to like this unrealistic standard. And operate within like these do's and don'ts, yeah. like this list of like okay, then like, maybe make sure I not step over this line, right? Or like oh, I can't, I can't do this on Sunday. Oh, I gotta make sure I can, I stay like this on Monday, right? Attempting, but all the while you're really attempting to please men instead of serving God. So I think when people say like relationship of religion, to me, I think that really kind of means when they like try to exp- the sentiment behind that is that my walk with God is not predicated by the opinions, traditions, or preferences of men but my direct access to the truth of God. Mm -hmm. Right? So, like, that's what relationship is. I'm going straight to the source, straight to the truth of what things really are and not allowing, like, because religion will attempt to have people be the gatekeepers of the presence of God Mm. when that was never meant to be the case. So, like, a relationship, I'm going straight to the source, straight to the truth of what the Bible says things should be and how I should live and not allowing traditions or, like, Opinions of men take that place of God, Mm. and to me, that's when that like okay, this is relationship, not religion. Because of course, like by I guess traditional like dictionary standards, like okay, Christianity is a religion. Like this is about like you devout devoting your life or worship to a deity, of course. But like in terms of the context of that phrase and what we're talking about, it's like making sure you're serving God, like in truth. And the Bible even talks about in James, I believe, like Mm. pure religion. Yeah that's what like pure religion like Mm -hmm. that's not defiled by men or anything else right and i think um i was doing like some studying looking around i think another way that the spirit of religion can show itself in a way that it did show itself was in Mark. Basically, in this chapter, it was Mark 7. The Jews did this like ceremonial ceremonial washing of their hands before they ate, right? And they had seen the disciples and Jesus eating with defiled hands, they called it, meaning they, they hadn't washed their hands. And so the Pharisees went up to Jesus and everything. And they're like, Yo, why don't you follow the tradition of the elders? Like, why do you allow your, your disciples to eat with defiled hands? And this was a response. He says, Isaiah was right when he prophesied about you, hypocrites, as it is written. These people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. They worship me in vain. Their teachings are merely human rules. You have let go of the commands of God and are holding on to human traditions. And that was Mark 7-6. And I think and just for a uh side note, Pharisees are a prime example of what the spirit religion looks like. Literally throughout the throughout the gospels, you'll see several encounters of Jesus and the Pharisees. And you'll see this like um dynamic of them choosing the commands of men and making that like the law. You know what I mean? Instead of, you know, truly following God like we're saying, they are Simply following the commands of man. No, yeah. What was the last part of that verse? What you have let go of the commands of God and are holding on to human traditions. And that's literally what that looks like. And that's yeah. what, and it can show up, you know, like, obviously we talk about like the Pharisee of the Old Testament, but we see that today, like the modern day Pharisee, yeah. right? Ultimately, religious spirit, that's just evolved and looks different. So, you know, people would just like look at you and be like, oh, like you worship that way. Mm, yep. Oh, that's what your church looks like? Oh, word. Are you baptized in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, and not in Jesus? Oh. That's interesting. Word. Right? Like, it's it's the modern-day Pharisee that showed up in, like, so many different ways. And it's crazy because... I think that you can you can be and it's another important part of really even talking about this and understanding it is because like you can be in a house of grace and still be operating in the spirit of religion. Right, and I've seen that even in my own life because I remember like <laughs> even like when I was really young and coming in, in like into my relationship with God for the first time, I had like a Pharisee like mindset almost. I to be too. to be real, like if I'm gonna be honest, I like, keep it a buck Like I remember, I used to judge other Christians' denominations and sections of people. Like I always thought that like my way of be- was better. Mm-hmm. I remember I used to judge like when I go to different churches or if there's other churches like in my town that wasn't my own, I would judge like how people would worship. Yeah, because I made my preference the standard. Mm, that's good. How I wanted it to look, how I thought it should be, became how it needed to be for everyone else. And so I remember I'd be in there like, bro, like why are they do it like this, like you know what i mean like because my, my, like give y'all context like our church like it's really like demand like like uh elaborative like in our worship like we jump right. around like you know what i mean it's really loud like people like you know shout and all of that and like you know basically in a basic context worship doesn't have to look one way it doesn't you know what i mean it's just you doing it in spirit and truth and giving your all to god so if that's if that's more quiet if that yeah. more if that's more reserved that's cool that's fine that's if that if that's how you operate. As that's, long as you're doing it with your whole heart, yeah. If that's how your spirit responds, that's funny. I used to do the same thing, and I noticed it was an issue when I went to different churches. And I would be critiquing instead of just enjoying the presence of God. Mm. I'd be sitting there. I'm like, why am I critiquing everything they're doing? Like I'm in church. I should be enjoying His presence. Now it's like I'm out of my element. You know, I'm out of touch with God because I'm missing God. I'm missing God. Look, looking at men. Like, what that's is, what religion will do. It'll literally gatekeep. It, it's the biggest hindrance to the kingdom of God and to his presence. Because what I said earlier, it's going to gatekeep that. Yep, I and, I, like, that's good because I didn't even really notice that. But, like, that's what I was doing. I was literally, like, now removing myself and setting a barrier to his presence mm-hmm. because of my preference. I was ashamed of myself. I was like, bro. I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> I, was, I was like, lock in, bro. I was like, lock in. <laughs> lock in for a tweaker. <laughs> okay. No, um. But but yeah and so and I said and I say all that because I was in a house of grace. Mm. You know what I mean like I was I was in a under teaching and under a pastor under leadership and in a body that taught like me not to do that. Exactly. I was in a place that was like really big on the relationship over religion and moving out of that but somehow I still found myself in tendencies of it. Mm. And so okay. I think we always have to realize that because you know our our pride our hypocrisy and our own like you know flesh can get in the way of that like even whether we realize it or not so that's why it's important and and that showed up i saw it obviously like really in the when i was judging like the body of christ but obviously like a little bit even when i remember my junior year when i first came to god like i was so i would even i would do that to like non-believers as well like, just mm-hmm. to the world and people around me. Like, it didn't matter who it was. Like, right. I just found myself, like, being extremely judgmental for no reason. Mm-hmm. And, like, even with, like, I had, like, this, I was, like, this top-tier exclusive mindset almost sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it's because it was come from somewhat good intention because I wanted to be set apart. But, again, like, what we always talk about, I wanted to be set apart so much I completely removed myself from the world. Yeah. And it was like, oh, I can't even, like, I can't even talk to them. Mm like i'm like and it was almost it came off as like oh yeah i'm too good like i'm in this exclusive like country club like oh yeah like that you're not you're not a part of Mm -hmm. and that that was limiting not only my access to a deep relationship with god but to their encounter to him as well yeah so it just it was just like limiting like everything within my life Mm -hmm. and so yes it's important to just like recognize it understand it because because of those things because it's going to show up you know what I mean it's all, and it's going to it's, gonna, it's gonna be like you know something that's going to be tempting you too your pride's going to get in the way mm-hmm. or you're going to forget like you know how God brought you out of where you came from yeah. so it's important to remind yourself and so another and but another thing as well with that is that when it came to church and even how ministry worked on like my perspective and my view yeah. on church I always remember like I would just like limit God to four walls Mm-hmm. when i first came to christ and it's like because i always thought that church had to look like it had to be like on a sunday yep. and had to be within a building and i was like but who who taught me that right like, like where, where did i even get that from you know what i mean when it talks about like in the bible the church within itself essentially it's just the body of believers collectively coming together mm-hmm. it's not a building it's not four walls that's good but that's not necessarily what it actually, like, is at its core. Yeah, I think you, you really have to get to the point where you're asking yourself, like, do I believe this because it's true or it's just because it's the way I've always been taught? Right? I think that's something God's that's been good, doing. That's bro. Yeah. Say that again. Say that again, bro. It's like, do I believe this because it's true or it's because it's the way I've just always been taught? Mm. Right? I think guys have been dealing with me like heavy on that for sure because whether we realize it or not, a majority or a lot of our knowledge is a product of like what others have taught us or like what we observe, especially like in our in the younger years of our lives, right? And we can easily get stuck thinking that our way is right simply because like it's our way, you know what I mean? And we haven't really been exposed to anything else. I remember it's kind of like in the way. Have you ever heard of people like putting their 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 bread in the fridge? No, no. Well, I think. So. I don't know, bro. I think so. I think so. <laughs> no, nah, because I remember someone that told me that they put their bread in the fridge, and I was like, "That's kind of weird, right?" Because like we we put our bread in the cabinet. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's it's kind of goofy, but I was like, we put ours in the cabinet. And I remember like like getting in, like a, a back and forth with this person, like, no, like my way is the right way because mine goes in the cabinet. I'm like, bro, looking back on that, it's so silly because there's no right way to store your bread, bro. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> is there? <laughs> oh, bro, I feel like there's a right way to store the bread, but I don't know. Y'all get my point, though. Y'all get my point, though. I thought my way was right simply because it's the way it always was. But I think putting it in the fridge, like, it's fine. Right? Yeah. So it's like... <laughs> nah, Not- <laughs> Now y'all let us know. Do y'all put your bread in the fridge? Like no. Anyways, go ahead, bro. Because I heard several people tell me I was kind of like that's kind of. I think I've seen it before going to you somebody's feel me, house, bro, but yeah, it's like, like ahead, I thought ahead. my way was right, but they thought their way was right because that's the way they always did it. You know what I mean? It was just like a never ending back and forth. But it's like the point I'm trying to make is you can easily get stuck in that mindset because like you haven't been exposed to anything else. Like oh, my way is the right way, right? When it comes to many different examples in the church, like we talked about, like different types of worship or some churches take communion on different days or you know wear whites on the last Sundays of every month it's like okay like if you do that like that's cool like just because that's not the way I've done it and that I've never seen it doesn't necessarily make that wrong you know what I mean it's like we can't get stuck in that mindset of what we've always known keeping us from like any knowing anything else you know what I mean but no that's good and even when it I think we're right now we're talking more like a religious spirit when it comes to like our tradition and rituals and customs and different things that we do, but we have to realize that it also can show up in our mindset, our pers- in our, pers- our perspective on different biblical truth. Right. It's so like you said earlier, like do I believe this because it's true or is it just because it's the way I've always been taught? Mm-hmm. Like for me, like that's what this past three months has been and we talk about this and it's not enough, but you have to know your word. Yeah. You you know right. what I, you know what I mean. Like sometimes we can get so caught up in, oh, this is the way. It just always been handed to me, like my entire life. Oh, like this is what. Oh wait, by grace through faith. This is what that with. This is what that means. Or, you know, this is why we do this next. And never actually challenging that to find the truth. And that's a small example, but that just goes to show like what happens when people's preference like begins to define. Ultimately, to bring like definition to something that God never defined in that way, right? So that's why it's important that we just obviously examining our own hearts and always in a positive way, like cha- challenging what we what we've always been taught, and bringing it back to what the standard, which is God and the truth, yeah. and not letting like different traditions and preferences like get in the way of what it should be. Like, there's no there's no issue with like going to church on the physical like going to church physically on a sunday like at yeah. a designated place that with the building that's great That's amazing right. i'm i'm for all of that right. but like you know at the point we're taking that in the context of something that it's not you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's when it's when things like get out of hand yeah. and that's and that's just a small example of so many other things right but yeah ultimately like so when it comes to like discerning quote-unquote like religious spirit or like religion whether that be like in your own life or other people like around you or different environments and circles these are a few few things that I found and I thought like were important to mention are about three things but it's like the first one is it's all about works without all about works without life mm-hmm. right so John 10, 10, he God came and he said what well, I have come to bring you life and that more abundantly Right. So like like I mentioned earlier, a religious spirit will have people or yourself like you're going you're going just through the motions. You're going to church. Yeah. all the Every time you're t- attending every event, you're going to every trip to do X, Y and Z within the community. But you're doing it with no life mm-hmm. and it, you're doing it without seeing any true move of God. Right. You know what I mean? So what like dead works. Dead works, right? That have no have no life behind them. That's not governed by the spirit of God, right? But by your own pride, or you following rules of man and not like the truth of God. Right. That's That's one. And then the second one is rules without relationship. So you're now focused on keeping all of, like we mentioned in Mark seven, and then the verses within Mark seven. You're mentioning you're focused on always. Being confined, limited to, constricted by the opinions of men, right? How they want to do things, how it should be done. And not necessarily focus on what God is telling you you should or not do, right? It's it's rules without being under the authority or governance of God himself, right? Because, of course, we understand that he has, like, bought restrictions to our life for, like, the benefit of us. You know what I mean? But when we remove him from that equation. Then these restrictions are now just all about like what men have said. Right. And the third one is a religious spirit shows up and loves to condemn shame and express unrighteous judgment. So essentially it's going to be a person, an individual or group of people that loves starting drama, creating division, Mm -hmm. strife in the church, just generally, specifically in the church always just looking for any way to like you know the the instigator (laughs) the the instigators but i just be starting stuff for no reason like be like in everybody's ear always be like up in everyone's business for Mm. no absolute reason at all like how do you have time to do that anyway but nonetheless (laughs) doing all these things like exerting so much control and energy to literally initiate some sort of strife confusion and division with them and parties specifically with the people of God. Right. And that's what we mentioned earlier. Like it, it's one of its goals. One thing that it, one thing that it will do is like try to ultimately like just diverge people from like unity. Yeah. Right. And coming and coming together because like my, my way is ultimately the the best, the only way also ulti- like the the best way, the only way in a way it should be done. And no one else has room, but me in this space. Mm-hmm. So that's usually, three ways that it always just shows up within your life that you can identify and always look at and be like okay like i you know i see you yeah i think another way i've noticed it shows up is like in hypocrisy right i think jesus always referred to the pharisees as hypocrites like i referenced in that scripture earlier he called them hypocrites but all throughout he always called them hypocrites so where there's religion i think there'll always be hypocrisy in the way that like you're you're claiming or saying one thing but your actions say something else you know what i mean because you were talking about earlier about how you lived in a house that like told you like don't judge others and everything but like you were still doing it right mm-hmm. so like you were claiming oh like yeah i'm not judging others while like under the surface you still were so you know what i mean so i think that spirit of religion will always show up as hypocrisy as well yeah and that's why it makes it so tricky because it's gonna hide itself very right? it's gonna very be well. it's gonna be under the surface because mm-hmm. i could be literally living and teaching under everything that's correct and right for me and still literally moving in a whole different way. Yeah. That's how you get deceived. Like, well I'm 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 in grace. It's right. Like, I'm like, good. I'm I'm under grace. I'm no longer under the law. I'm I'm a, now I'm a, I'm under grace. Like I'm following God. I'm good. I feel free. You know. You know my preacher's teaching this. I'm here in relationship of religion, but like Monday through Saturday, what's the story? Right. What's the deal? Like what's showing up within your life. Right. And that's why you have to just like you know, be, be very just be vigilant of that and be aware because sometimes we can't, we can't become the very thing that we despise. Mm. <laughs> That's good. So, what, like, so in terms, of, like, more specifically, what I mean by that is, like, you know, when we can't allow ourselves, like, when dealing with like a religious, like, spirit, or even people or mm-hmm. things around us, to turn into one. Because mm-hmm. sometimes, like, I even, like, I got convicted about that here recently, like, because the very same judgment people were passing on me i returned to them right so if i'm so if i'm saying that like you like you mentioned yo like i'm 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 walking in grace and the true love of god and wanting to give that to people and passing of course like righteous judgment not condemnation Mm -hmm. then i have to stay i have to stay true to that in every way because that that, and that's one of the hardest parts it's like just when you're you're dealing with people that may like you know you're seeing tendencies of that like within people maybe around you or different circles of individuals it's so it's so hard I'd be so frustrated with people like For why sure. are you acting like that like why is there so much condemnation and yeah. there's like shame coming from your voice and things like that and then I remember where I was at mm. you know what I mean yeah. and like what my process looked like and so it's always important to like not like exactly not to not become the very thing that we despise like so even when dealing with people you know or your, yourself, your family, your peers, your friends, it's like, you know, stay true to what it is you know is true, right? And still show grace. Like, of course, righteous judgment and count a correct coming in the form of correction and accountability, but just making sure you're staying true because you always run a risk of that too, of like, just like ding, like, you know what I mean? You wanting to like become the very thing that they're doing and that, that defeats the whole purpose. And that's what a religious spirit, one thing it will do, it wants to drag everyone down with it. It's going to like pull everyone it can to ultimately come down to its level and then multiply it. So Yeah. It's like nobody's exempt, bro. Like no matter how, you know, holy, holier than thou you think you are, like I think that's that's something that can live inside every every one of us, right? Reminds me of the scriptures in uh Galatians two, a story about how like so basically Peter was like sitting with Gentiles right, and eating with Gentiles and then some Jews came into town and then he switched out real quick, right? And he's like, "Okay, let me go, let me go sit with the Jews since the Jews were in town." I said that he was scared of what they had to say. It's so like, "Okay, let me let me go, let me go sit with the Jews." And then Paul like ultimately condemned him for that, but the point I'm trying to make is like that was the very same thing that the disciples and Jesus were condemning when Jesus was on the earth, right? And then like you see a couple of chapters later like he's functioning in that same thing right that that traditionalism, "Okay, like Oh, I'm sitting with the Gentiles, but I don't, the Jews don't necessarily like that. Like, that's not really the way that they, they move. So like, let me go sit with the Jews. Right. So it's like, no one's exempt. This is, this is Peter, one of one of the disciples. So it's like, that's something that could be living inside each and every one of us, something that we have to be watching for. Nah, that's facts for real. But how do you, <clears throat> you know when it comes to like, okay, I'm like, I see it. How do you even, you know, like, how do I bring myself back? Like center myself? from, like, getting away from this and not not let on this, like, you know, govern my life, like, being, like, you know, religion? Yeah, I think really it's kind of just, like, combating it with the Spirit of God. And what I mean by that, like, just to dive a little deeper, is like, so in 2 Corinthians 3.17 it says, where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty or there is freedom, right? And we're talking about how the Spirit of religion, like, it kind of makes you feel like you're bound or restricted and, like, you're unchanged. If that's the case, like, the Spirit of the Lord isn't there. And the spirit of God ultimately is what sets us free from the chains of, like, the religion or the tradition, right? But we've been talking about, that's a tricky part because, like, the the spirit of religion will try to dress itself up like it's, like, the spirit of God. Yeah, and we were talking about how, like, you can still, like, you can still be, like, religious and still operating, like, under and in the house of grace, right? So it's, like, that's why it's important that you understand your word. You have to understand what, what the word has to say, what's the truth. Stop taking people's word for it that's a big one stop taking people's word for it like you have to go look in the word for yourself understand what it has to say okay wh- what's true what isn't and like truly start to operate in the spirit of God because that's where the freedom is right yeah I think you know getting away from religion is quite literally operating in relationship mm. Not that I'm thinking about it it's yeah, like moving away from that it's, that it's you taking the step into relationship with God true relationship with God yeah, seeking him for yourself from yourself of course with like you know accountability and people around you to correct you and to give you constructive like insight on different things but it's going straight to the source Mm -hmm. going straight to who he who he is and then like you're going to you're going to all these things all the scales are going to fall off your eyes right like you're going to like then be Mm -hmm. like you know revealed through the spirit the things that he, he does want out of your life, right? And then, like, you know, that that judgment and this this condemnation that you may be feeling toward, like, your fellow brother and sister, people in the world, you're around you, it's going to, like, start to fall off. And then, like, you're going to start actually finding biblical truth on different topics that you've always learned in your entire life and know what it is for you. So I think, you know, now that I'm thinking about it right now, I it sounds really simple, but, like, that's what it is. Like, actually stepping into, like, what... That relationship and freedom looks like. That's a good point. I think it's like I don't know. where, Like ultimately, it's like you're gonna you're gonna judge people's steps based off of how you're walking. You know what I mean? So it's like if you're walking in a way that like you're 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 bound to rules, you're bound to this, that, and the other. That's how you're gonna treat other people. That's how you're gonna judge other people. You know what I mean? If you but if you're walking in a way where you're like it's truly not by works. You know what I mean? It's it's not by tradition. It's not it's not by the rules of men if that's how you're walking then that's how you're ultimately going to like impose upon other people you know no yeah and when we really step into that relationship like everything changes and that's what i've been kind of like in that process of honestly for the first time in my life was like unlearning and relearning all these different things and really stepping into like going to the source for itself like which is yeah. god and we've mentioned this verse before but i want to give more context it's in matthew 11:30, and it says that like it talks about you know come god god speaking and he's saying well jesus Jesus is speaking, and he's saying that, come to me, all those who are weary, um, who are heavy burdened, and that he said, I will give you rest. And he says that um, my, my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Yeah. Right? And in the, in, in the footnotes of what I was reading within my Bible, it says, in contrast to the heavy burden of Jewish legalism, Jesus calls for an open, free, and loyal relationship, which, is, which enables obedience to the law of righteousness. So like that, that verse is literally is talking about come come to me who are weary and burdened by the like life and these 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 restrictions and these rules and this religion because mm-hmm. in comparison to the Jewish legalism, yeah. what I have for you is freedom. That's what true. I have for you is is what grace and relationship with me that you have righteousness by belief within me and then right. you can that's going to give you the strength you need to walk out like you know everything you need in this life. Yeah. So I thought that was something really good to mention. That's but, tough. That's tough. Um, no, yeah. Uh, I think definitely part of that. So yeah, I think a that definite part about it. it's just really stepping into like going to the source, going going straight to him. Um. So yeah, yeah I mean, what you you got anything else for the people yeah. ending it off? We got, got one more thing. God's the ultimate plug for real. What do you mean? You are just talking about going to the source? I said God's the plug oh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but. Yeah, somebody's I want to leave people off with is just um, making sure you're examining your heart, being intentional about that. So, like, these things we're talking about don't go unnoticed, right? And you're not operating in these, you know, the spirits without knowing, like, and subconsciously. So, like, th- be intentional about examining yourself. And just staying close to the with. source. Stay tapped in. Yeah. And what I'd say is, you know, just understanding the difference between, like, no personal preference of biblical truth and to be a and to stop operating, like, by their truth and start being influenced by his word, you know, like, that—that that is the standard. That is the life for everything. And like I said, these and what we're not saying at all is that these things are inherently wrong or there's anything wrong with them. That's okay if you want to operate in them. Just know why you're doing it. Yeah. And, 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 know, where, and know where it comes from. And don't feel as if you're bound to it or you have to be restricted to it or you're obligated to it unless God has said you have to mm. and that and that's you know and that's all ultimately like our point is that like you like we can live within freedom of course within the context of like what God wants us to do and not to do because his what the true what would you say true limits create freedom true limits create freedom like but these limits have to be of God mm, yeah right that's our point these limits have to be of God and when they're of men like this that's when that's- re, that's religion mm. when these limits now step into people's preference and what they want and not yeah. what God has said for you to do or you don't need to step into, mm. so yeah, we're not saying like go out for be doing anything crazy uh, you no, know what I'm no, saying, no, no, no. but um yeah that's what I, that's what I would say, like start living by 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 his truth and straight from the source, man's limits and God's limits is totally different, bro two totally different things, two totally different things, true limit. True limits create. Create freedom. Freedom. Yeah. But they got to be gods. Got to be. So, yeah, that's it, y'all. You know. We love y'all. Y'all know what it is. Stay you. Stay real. And stay humble. We'll catch y'all next week. Much love.